Hi, everybody, and welcome to the very first I Knew You'd Understand podcast. My name is Kerrigan, and I am joined with one of my best friends in the whole world, Sarah Blaze, and we decided to create a podcast. We're going to be talking about a multitude of different things with a lot of different personal stories and lots of different subjects about what's going on in the world and what's going on in our lives And we just wanted to make a podcast where we celebrate the things that you can really only tell your best friends um, because those are the people that you know if you tell them anything, they'll always understand. And today is our first episode, so let's get into it. So I think to start, we should really talk about kind of how we became friends. What a journey it was. Um, Okay, so... We both went to Pepperdine University. We lived in the same house, but that's not where our friendship began. (laughs) I think we knew each other. Like, we had seen each other. Like, I knew the people in the house because I was, like, stalking everyone on Instagram. Really? Yes. No, I I don't think I knew who you were, Loki. I think I knew everyone in our house because I was like, I have to know who people are. I just need to know what suite they're in. Like, I would see people and be like, that girl lives above me. That girl lives below me. And I knew that you were like always with Sarah. Like I knew you and your roommate as a pair. So I like knew who you were, you know? Okay. That's good. I was not at that page. I remember distinctly when I met you. So I think we really have to discuss trig Mm -hmm. class. So yes, Sarah and I, for some reason, our freshman year, we're in so (laughs) many classes together and we never, I just thought about this day. We were never in a class again together. That's so true. Isn't that weird? Like four together. We were like always in class together. Sometimes we, I think second semester, we kind of tried to be in the same classes, but first semester we were in a bunch together. Randomly. Randomly. And we were in this trig class and I don't really know why I was in this trig class. I think it's because I scored low on my SAT. I was in trig because I refused to take calculus. And so I was like, I'm just going to take this because I don't want to take it. And you had to take two some things of math. So I was like, I'm going to take trig again. Oh my gosh. No, I think I was in trig and I was sad about it because I wanted to take calculus. But I think my SAT math scores were low and Pepperdine was like, we cannot trust you to be good in calc. So we're not putting you there. This trig class was, like, Mm -hmm. Kerrigan and I both took trig in high school. Could have definitely gone into calc. Yes. It was like I was in a class of (laughs) 11-year-olds. Like, it was like I was a tutor to these people. I had learned all this information before. And the funniest part about our class was our teacher had, first of all, a chronic cough. (laughs) She could never, ever stop coughing. No. And she hated all of us with every fiber of her being. She hated us. I mean, I have never seen this woman again. We went to a very small school, a very, very. tiny one. Never mm-hmm. saw her again. She was obviously, this was a one and done situation. And she hated us. And honestly, rightfully so. Because mm-hmm. it was made up it's of true. me and you. And we were like, I don't want to say normal. But like, I just mm-hmm. felt like we were the only one who had any idea yeah. what was going on. Everyone else... I mean, the characters in this class, there was maybe, what, 13 of us? Maybe 13. And maybe 10 of us showed up every time. 
maybe hopefully there was one boy who showed up the first class and we never saw him again but Ever? yet she would still call his name every single week and ask if he was there and it was so obvious he, there was 13 of course he's not there we were like when is she gonna stop calling no she knew none of our names by the end of the semester like no. we never skipped a class and she did not know our names and it was, it was every three single days time. a week yeah this is insane <laughs> and so there was that Um, there was that oh it was so strange we took a test and she like was so disappointed in us she came and like had all the tests in her hand and she was like you guys did terribly she was like the class average was a 42 (laughs) kerrigan and i are like crying we're like oh my god we We feel a trick and we thought we were smart actually cried we were so afraid because she gave that speech for like 20 minutes about how we all failed it was the last test of the semester so she was like if you got a freaking 20 percent you weren't gonna pass this class it was so scary. And then we both got our test back and we both got 99s and 100. Yes. 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 So that means that everyone else in our class literally failed. Like got below, got below at 20. Back to our friendship. I remember mm-hmm. meeting you because I hated this class and I think it went on for like a week or two before I yeah. like actually knew who you were. Mm-hmm. And I was so annoyed and I remember complaining to our RA about it on the street because I saw her when I was coming out and you were like maybe a hundred feet in front of me. We were both going to the same place. Right. And I must have known that you were in my house or something because mm-hmm. there was, I mean, there was like 10 of us in that class. Yeah. And she was like, Oh, like that sounds so annoying. I think Sarah's in that class. And then I was like, this girl, she has to stick with me in this journey. And then we just slowly started sitting next to each other every class Mm -hmm. because I was like, well, you know what? I'm going to suffer and you think it's funny too. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I guess we do it together. Other people in our class also acknowledged that it was terrible, but they didn't think it was funny. Anytime anything would happen, we would like hold in laughter, like could not breathe. People in our class were like pissed that this was happening. So that started our friendship. (laughs) Yes. I think truly the one time I realized that we were, we were friends, like Mm -hmm. we were friends and that you cared about me was that on Halloween, (laughs) one of the girls in our trade class, you know, the one Mm -hmm. she showed up with, she, she dressed up. Okay. You know, I mean, I never dressed up for Halloween in college and if you only for extra credit, Right. Not, that was not something that was going to, going to happen. Yeah. You dressed up fully head to toe, Beetlejuice, head to toe. <laughs> and I was late to class that day. Oh and my you God. By yourself. And you had to sit there <laughs> and just soak it in. Sit with this girl and try not to laugh. And I remember I came to class and you were so mad that I had left you alone. And I was like, she cares about me. She likes me. We really are friends. Yes. You were like, I'm so mad that you left. You can never do that to me again. And then I was like, okay, I'm in, I'm in it with you. <laughs> then we had like way more overlap than we thought. We had like right. other classes together. Obviously, we lived in the same house. So we were in the same Bible study, all this stuff. And then one day, it took us a long time to figure out we were in other classes together because I was like, I'm studying yeah. for this test. And you're like, so am I. Mm-hmm. And we're like, we are going to fail. We both failed the first one, I think. Yes. What class was that, Sarah? Sociology. The bane of my existence. Wait, truly such an easy class if you read and pay attention. 
but I did neither of those. And so that was bad. But then we went on like a, our actual first friendship outing and we went to right. Tom Tom's. Is that what it's called? I mean, I don't remember. I think so. A boba place. And that's was a good bonding experience. And it and stayed then- open for 24 hours. That's what we decided would be a good situation for us. We pulled an all-nighter to study for this test, but we were at a place that was 24 hours, but then we went to like another place, like Mel's Diner or something we tried to go, and it was closed. Right. And then we went to IHOP, and we studied there, and then we just ate food and talked and drove back. Like, we didn't study. No, we didn't study at all. All we did was talk to each other because we had just transitioned from being class friends Mm -hmm. to real friends. friends. And I feel like- you know, that takes a while. Like, you really have to... It does. Yeah. And I mean, it was worth it. It was worth <laughs> I'm it. I'm glad. When else would we gonna... have done that? Never. Never. I thought you were going to say um, the time that we did dodgeball with our house. Oh, I also have a very distinct <laughs> memory of that, too. Because that was in between... Was that in between or after the sociology trip? I think it was in between. Maybe, yeah. It was in we between because I was we desperate for you to be my friend. Because I remember... I wanted to be your friend so badly because one, you were like friends with everyone in our house. It I felt knew like. people. <laughs> and everyone else. And that was not my experience. And that remained not my experience for oh. a long for like my first full year. <laughs> but yeah. I remember that we had to play dodgeball mm-hmm. and we were doing- no, we chose to play dodgeball. Yeah, yeah, we were yeah, we chose. What was going on? I was okay. excited. Yeah, that was funny. Maybe that was like the first week of school or something. Yeah. It was early. It was really, yeah, it was like at least the first month. It was mm-hmm. quick. And I remember yeah. that I wanted you to be my friend. And our RA took a picture of us. And I mean, I still have it up on my Instagram. I look terrible. No, none of us look good. And I remember <laughs> I tagged only you in it because I only knew you. Okay. I only knew you. Wait, I have to go look. <laughs> hey, go look at it. It's embarrassing. I, I pray that it's still up. While we were pre-gaming, well, the Pepperdine version of pre-gaming, we were, like, all listening to music, like, in our different suites, but Mm -hmm. Kerrigan and her roommate were in the lobby of our house listening to Girl Party by Mac Z, Mm -hmm. and we were all going to walk out together, and that's when I was like, oh, this girl's in my class, and she's fun, because they were listening to Mac Z, and I was like, who else would do this? Of course, Mackenzie Z, (laughs) anyone on here is not cultured and doesn't know. She's a queen, Mm -hmm. absolute queen. And those were like the most defining moments in my of how we started becoming friends. Definitely. Yeah. And then we just stayed friends. Well, freshman year's second semester is when we got like the worst class ever together, which was chemistry. Right. Oh my gosh, I blocked out of my brain. It was awful. Literally horrible. I don't know. We had it at was it an eight AM? Somehow every day, even though we live in the same house, Kerrigan would beat me by like 10 minutes to this class. And I was like, okay. Um, But that's, it was awful. Like our teacher was so funny and so nice, but his tests were like nothing I'd ever seen in my life. They were so, both you and I had taken chemistry in high school, but we were in this class and suddenly we were the dumbest. Mm-hmm. I don't know. People. It was so weird. Like everyone else was so much better. And we had just 
come off the confidence booster that was that trig class yeah a hundred we were going into chem ready to slay like we were like me and you like we're the genius yes everyone step aside and the reality check it's still like i mean i continue to take chemistry classes Mm -hmm. chem was my hardest class well no well ochem was different but (laughs) but it was so hard for no reason yeah i don't know why it was so hard but that's when we became really close because it was actually horrible and we had so much homework and we had our labs together. So we would be together for like six hours on one like Wednesday or something. And then we would do our homework together, yeah. which just meant that we would go on Chegg together and write down the same stuff. The Chegg. But we spent a ton of time together. And then before we went abroad or before I went abroad in the fall, we hung out and it was like... I don't know. I just feel like we both were like, this is a safe person who I can trust with information and they're not going to like tell other people. No. And you Mm -hmm. stayed with me before you went abroad. I forgot that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We stopped when we said goodbye. It was sad. So then we did our separate things Mm -hmm. our sophomore year, but we we were like really close Instagram friends. I would. We talked on the phone one time the entire year of our sophomore year and it was amazing and I loved it, but Yes. Then we we were just good with being like, I'll see you next year. Yeah. Yeah. I think something good about our friendship from the get-go has been like, I don't need you to be texting me. We're both not texters or FaceTimers. I know that you are my friend. And when I talk to you, it's going to be good. But I do not need to text you every second of the day because that will annoy me to know it. (laughs) Yeah. We would only DM on Instagram. Mm -hmm. I don't – maybe we would text, but we never like would – talking phone because we just did not have the time yeah or the like mental we were both like kind of frazzled and not with it that year going through it we were going through it and I think then we became like super close again because both you and I were applying for HRL which Mm -hmm. was our like RA slash SLA which is the spiritual life advisor Mm -hmm. program yeah that's definitely when we started talking way more because we both wanted it so badly yeah. and we're like it's a big thing at Pepperdine and so it's a very competitive process to get in there's like three or four rounds of interviews or something and when you're abroad you have to do group interviews with all of the other people in your house who also want the position you want so it was good because we weren't like competing against each other so we were like this is a person I can talk to about the process and like know what's going on and know the tea and yeah, it was just crazy. <laughs> yeah, that was such a strange – I mean, that could be, like, an entirely different episode, us talking about Literally. that entire thing because we that was my first exposure to Zoom. Oh, my gosh. That was on Zoom? I think so. I'm, like, 90% sure it was on Zoom because I remember, like, one girl in my house had, had the program, and we were all like, what is this? Yeah. <laughs> we both got the same position as mm-hmm. SLA, and so – we could bond over that and talk about like, what are you going to do for your Bible study? Like, are you nervous right. about this? Blah, blah, blah. So right. that's when we started talking way, way more. Way more. And that was like, I felt like that was cool because we were really committed to like being with each other because mm-hmm. I remember we both said, so because we wanted to be SLAs, someone else had to live in your room. That's what we thought. Mm-hmm. And I remember we both were like, if you get it, I'll live with you. And if mm-hmm. vice versa. And I think that yeah. that really made me feel like okay I'm going back to Pepperdine Mm -hmm. with this like really solid friend yeah and thank god literally thank god we both got it and didn't have to have roommates 
because we got a double room to ourselves mm-hmm. and we needed it that year. That saved me that year to have that. Literally. But it's just a hard job to have to be in charge yes. of 50 children. Yes. And so we bonded a ton because we were going through really similar things with our residents. Mm-hmm. Like similar problems, similar drama, mm-hmm. and you can't talk to those people. Literally anyone it. else about it. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes you don't want to talk to the people in your direct housing group. So right. we were like had enough distance from that, that it was like, perfect. We can discuss these things. And it's like, again, a safe space. Things are held like, yeah. So you came over to my house all the time and it would be like, you would come to the door at night and I would unlock you and you would be already crying. I'm like, yes. oh, no. we would just <laughs> sob. I mean, our hangouts junior year were mostly just cry fests. Mm-hmm. But we needed or, it. Yeah, but it was good. Mm-hmm. It was For good. sure. And we they couldn't do anything. That was the other thing. Like when you were on HRL, like I'm not going to say that they own you. <laughs> kind of. But like there are so many rules, like mm-hmm. so many things that we used to do, we couldn't mm-hmm. do anymore. We had each other to understand because mm-hmm. we had so many friends that weren't in HRL. Yeah. Like, all of our friends going in it were outside of HRL, for me, yeah. pretty much. I think I had, like, two good friends who were in it. And yeah. a majority of my friends from abroad are in Kerrigan sorority. So, mm-hmm. like, when we had – when we, like, came back and everyone was, like, all friends, all of our friends who were, like, used to going out and, like, doing stuff, you know, that's what we weren't allowed to do was, like, right. the presence of alcohol or any of these things. So, when all of our friends were together – we were together. <laughs> we we would just run off together. Um, also did HRL a second time. Yeah. Yes, we, we both did. And we were looking at living off campus somewhere, and then we were like, you know what? It's the best option to live here. Yeah. And uh, that was a journey, don't you think? Oh, my gosh. That was like – that like period of our lives when we were deciding if we were going to do it again because it was stressful at our school like nobody really did it again like Mm -hmm. some people did but it was pretty it was pretty low the amount of people that did again because it it's such a high burnout rate yeah seriously I remember we like sat down and we're like if we're doing it again this is what's happening we will not be doing what we're doing now so we wouldn't be doing freshmen Mm -hmm. weren't doing first year second year none of that yeah like we're moving up we're moving up in the world and we're gonna be at the apartments which is like no emotional problems Mm -hmm. just like such a lower commitment and really is only given people that have done HRL before Mm -hmm. and so we're like that's it but the spots for those ones were so there's no spots it was like I mean it's probably like twice as competitive as it had been the last time because everyone wants those spots because you're in an apartment for free Mm -hmm. we went into (laughs) interviews we had talked before like again saying like we're only doing it if this is the option and they asked us like would you be open to other places and I was like maybe this one or this one and Kerrigan was like no and then I remember they were like um uh, are there other people that you could see yourself working with? And I literally finessed the system and I said, you, <laughs> and then our two other friends that were mm-hmm. on it. And I was like, those are the people I'll work with. And it worked out. I don't know why, because I feel like we were good at our position the first year, but were we the number ones? I did not think so. Like, I think the beauty of us is that we kind of flew under the radar. Oh, so we really like, did. Job, but they're not exemplary. And like to be exemplary in HRL is like meaning that you are like loud as heck, so talkative and like 
I don't even know, kind of just like extra. And we yeah. both are very reserved. Yeah. We and weren't so trying to like, make a scene. Yeah. Not no. at all. And we Did we really even want people to know we were on HRL? Uh, questionable. <laughs> it was just funny that we did that. But um, yeah, then we moved into apartments with two of our other friends and mm-hmm. then Corona happened. So that got cut short, but it was, it was fun. And since yeah. Corona, we've been sending each other voice memos. Like, yes, let's get into it. Let's talk about <laughs> So we, yeah. So Sarah got ripped from me <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, our senior year and you moved back home. I stayed yeah. in our apartment by myself for a couple months and then kind of be bopped around the country. Yeah. Um, well, like we said, we both don't really like 24 seven communication mm-hmm. kind of stresses us out. Mm-hmm. Um, and if it is 24-7 communication, I feel like it's, like, very specific people Yeah, that I'm, yeah. I'm, you know, about that. And then I need a break. And yes. so we had so many things we wanted to tell each other because we just went from telling each other our every thought. Everything, yeah. Yeah. Literally everything. Well, we started voice memoing through the just the iPhone messages. <laughs> the dumbest thing we've ever done. No, because, well, we started with just, like, one minute long ones, yeah. and that's fine. Like, we'll still do that if I have, like, one thought, one one commentary oh, yeah. on a TikTok. Yeah. I'll send it to you. But mm-hmm. then it gets complicated when I when we tried to do, like, 15, 20-minute ones holding down your thumb. Or you release right at the end when it's already done and you lose it all. Yeah, so oh, gosh, we transitioned so yeah. to actual voice memos, like the app, and – that's been our form of communication for like the past eight months. Yeah, literally. We don't just like voice memo like five minutes. Like we've sent each other 30 minute long voice memos multiple yeah. times in a day. Exactly. You can only send like a 20 something minute mm-hmm. long. And so I'll have multiple where I'll have to duplicate the recording and then like edit it on my iPhone so I can yes. send her both of them. But it's just... It's so fun. If you've never sent your friend a prolonged voice memo, would 100% recommend doing that. <laughs> it's like listening to like my own personal podcast. Like I would just drive somewhere and be like, I'm just listening to Sarah tell me one half about her life and then half about things I just told her about my life and her mm-hmm. commentary about it. And it's perfect. It is the best car activity, especially if you have any type of car anxiety because mm-hmm. – you're focused on that and it's not like, you know, you're distracting yourself in like a dangerous way. It's just like I'm zoned in on one thing and I'm not concerned about all of these other things happening around me. And it's, yeah, it's so much fun. We're like, I I'm going that. to record today. <laughs> yeah. I'll be like, I'll be recording my voice memo soon. Don't worry. And then you've sent me one and I'm like Christmas morning. Mm-hmm. It's always the best. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to put my headphones in and listen like it's joyous. If I have to drive somewhere and I have one unread, I'm like, oh, thank you, God. I know. Oh, that's the best one. You would send me one when I was just about to drive kind of mm-hmm. far. I was like, amen. So like we're saying, we've just had so much fun sending each other voice memos and it felt like personal podcasts. And we have so many funny stories between the two of us, just like the yeah. weirdest things happened to us. So we're like, we just have to start a real podcast and it just sounds like so much fun. So here we are. Yeah. We were like, we should just start recording these a- at least a little bit live time. 
I felt like if someone was listening, they would think it was funny. And maybe that's like narcissistic of me, but (laughs) I'm like, I'm having a good time. Like I'm listening to Sarah's voice telling me something funny and I'm like laughing and yeah, I'm having a good time. Yeah. If we're narcissistic for thinking we're funny, so be it because I think we're hilarious. Me too. (laughs) Well, okay. So we also are both about to transition within like the next two weeks on some pretty big life adventures and so we thought what better place to document those adventures than in a podcast format something that's like really low-key but we can also talk about you know the various things that 20-somethings go through during COVID yeah I think both of us are in like like such an unexpectedly crazy time too because yes both you and I we were like let's it's so weird because we've been talking about doing this podcast for We've been talking about doing a podcast for mm-hmm. a long time, but for like sure. actually yeah. being serious about it was probably at the end of like Thanksgiving time. Yeah. I felt like we were like, okay, let's do it. And I think we were both into it because we were so bored. Yes. For like sure. we're like quarantine is sucking the life out of me. Like I want a way to like, hang out with you, mm-hmm. even though I can't see you and we should do this podcast thing. And so then we were like, okay, we'll do it once like, 2021 like once we're free like yeah we have a break and then within like a matter of three weeks both you and I got like crazy news that we were moving and <laughs> and we'll do more talking about those things but um just starting like new chapters of our lives mm-hmm. and so we weren't sure if we were going to continue with this idea of doing a podcast but I feel like now is the best time to do it because yeah. I want to remember this point of my life and I feel like now it's like so solidified to me that like you're just going to be in my life forever Mm -hmm. so like come along on our our journeys together yeah literally well okay so a little bit of background Kerrigan is moving to Spain in February yeah and so that when we just we knew her news first and so we were like oh my gosh that would be so fun like one girl right. international one girl in like the u.s hilarious and then literally like a week and a half later i got the news that i was moving to texas and so we're like so oh my fun. gosh this is just fun to document these things and you know moving is hard and moving is scary and like both of us aren't moving with like a solidified friend group or like even knowing like a ton of people where we're going. So it's going to be a process, but we both will have this podcast to process those Mm -hmm. thoughts and feelings. Yeah. And it's just a way for us to like spend time together and update each other on our lives. And then also I feel like our voice memos, half of them are our lives, but then half of it is just commentary of like life stuff. Like, yeah. I don't know, like pop culture, things that we're dealing with, mental health. We've touched everything. So we're like, we'll just do this podcast and it'll be perfect. Exactly. Okay. Speaking of pop culture moments, please. we need to have a driver's license. Thank you. Kind of, um, <laughs> we need to discuss what's happening with that. P- please, because I have a lot to say about it. Okay. So for those who are unaware, Olivia Rodrigo released a song like two weeks ago called driver's license yeah. it has since blown up it's literally everywhere and it's about well the speculation is that it's about her high school musical the musical the series co-star joshua bassett who is now dating supposedly sabrina carpenter mm-hmm. and 
then within like those two weeks, Josh released a song called Lie, Lie, Lie. And then Sabrina released a song very recently that um, is supposedly not about Olivia, but about Olivia um, kind of saying like, you can write these things about me, but you're not going to get under my skin. It's been a very big part of our TikTok for you pages. And we just have some thoughts. (laughs) Yes. It's so interesting to me, Sarah, because me and you, like we've been talking about this Joshua Bassett, Sabrina Carpenter thing for months because because we've been following. And that's also kind of our personality as people that listen to this will come to see we're very invested um I don't feel like either of us do anything halfway Mm -mm. um and so Sarah and I actually watched High School Musical the musical the series over a year ago together (laughs) um I remember watching the finale with you and crying oh my gosh so good we I mean we love her we love Olivia Mm -hmm. Rodrigo so much have continued to stand this girl yes hard Mm -hmm. Love her. Love her content. Love everything she's doing. Yes. And I thought that I liked Joshua Bassett. Me too. I thought he was a king. Little did we know. Mm-mm-mm. And so we knew something was up because I remember on Halloween yes. when him and Sabrina Carpenter posted their shark and girl thing that something was up and something was not right. Well, we also before that had seen a paparazzi picture of Josh and Sabrina getting lunch together. And I was like, that's weird. He's with Olivia. And that looks like a cozy lunch. And then the Halloween thing happened and we were like, oh, something's up. And then Olivia was like posting um, like singer songwriter sob stories on her Instagram. And we're like, there's tea here, but I don't know what it is yet. And... We had been anticipating the song coming out, knowing that it was going to be about this situation. Okay, so the basically what TikTok has like discovered is all the parts of the song. She's a huge Swifty, Olivia, and so mm-hmm. she's leaving Easter eggs for people. But there's so many parts that are clearly about Joshua, like um, it talks about his car. It t- talks about like we always talked about driving and in interviews and all these things they discussed that like he taught her how to drive in a parking lot like they used to go to all these LA adventures together no one else in her romantic life has she publicly described like being in LA with in these moments and then she posted the song on her Instagram a couple months ago and she changed the lyrics to say you're probably with that blonde girl And who's the blonde girl? Sabrina Carpenter. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Our jaws dropped. We were so shook. I mean, I'm happy that she – okay, I want to hear your thoughts, but, like, she never in the song dragged Sabrina. She was like, you're probably with that girl who always made me doubt. She's so much older than me. She's everything I'm insecure about. Never did she say, I hate this girl. She's awful. She was like, probably with that girl who's so pretty and I'm so insecure about it. The end. I know. And I also, so I've seen like both sides. I've had people in my life who I'm now mad at try Mm -hmm. to drag her for like dragging someone else. And I truly think that she's not dragging anyone in her song. I don't think that she's being mean to anyone. I don't think she's being mean to Sabrina. I don't think she's even being mean to Josh. I think she's just sad and she's writing about that she's sad. I'm sad that he and Sabrina even participated in like saying that she's a liar because I don't even think that she's trying to be mean. I think she's literally just talking about how she's sad. 
Wait, okay. So in Sabrina's song, she's like, you told your side, so now I'm going to tell mine. And I'm like, okay, the side of the story that she told is that she's a 17-year-old who had her heart absolutely broken telling the world that she's insecure about this other girl and like is literally going through heartbreak and Sabrina's side of the story is like yep and now I'm with him and he's my boyfriend and he's been all over my skin I mean just rubbing it in is so mean petty and yeah did you see her statement she released like a thing that was like oh let me find this okay I don't think I've seen it because I've really been I listened to the song one time I haven't listened anymore besides if I've heard it on TikTok because I I'm upset about it I'm upset that this happened I'm I feel Mm -hmm. like why are we just being so mean to Olivia who's not who didn't do anything honestly they're just you wish you could you wish you could write about your heartbreak and be making millions of dollars her song has been spotify number one for two weeks in a row i'm like queen it's her debut i know okay this is her instagram caption sabrina carpenter thank you to everyone who has listened to skin especially those who have opened their minds to lyrically what i was trying to get across i wasn't bothered by a few lines in a magnificent song and wrote a diss track about it I was at a tipping point in my life for countless reasons, so I was inspired to do what I usually do to cope, write something I wish I could have told myself in the past. People can only get to you if you give them the power to, and a lot of people were trying to get to me. The song isn't calling out one single person. Some lines address a specific situation, while other lines address plenty of experiences I've had this past year. It also shows that many things have actually gotten under my skin, and I'm still learning not to give other people so much power over my feelings. I know a lot of you struggle with the same thing. I don't want this to become an endless cycle, so please don't take this as an opportunity to send more hate someone's way. Lots of love to you all. Thanks for letting me grow. I mean, I'm not feeling good about it. I know that a PR team wrote that. I know yeah, that. Because you did write a diss track. Also, I'm like, okay, my whole problem with this situation is if she wanted to make it clear that it wasn't about the situation, she could have put a disclaimer at her song. Mm-hmm hey, I know there's a lot going on right now. This is not about this, blah, blah, blah. Like, this is about more than just this situation. But she did it afterwards after she got slack for it. And I'm like, so you didn't mean it. That's a YouTuber apology. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm right there with you. It just makes me angry. Also, yeah. she's so much older than her. She's literally like our age. Yeah, something. she's like 21 or 22 or something. You as a woman who's been in the industry should know how impactful your words and statements and reactions can be to other women. And you chose to do this to an actual child. Like she's literally 17. Yes. Oh, and, and it's like, again, I I just am confused why she did it. I'm like, you're just mad that people are like other people are mad at you. And so Mm -hmm. you're trying to like profit off of the situation. And so this is when I get into the conspiracy that this is a publicity stunt what do you what is your opinion on that okay so joshua wrote his song lie 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 like two years ago but it was just released right after olivia's right so i do think that this was fabricated in some sense because i also think that josh had heard olivia's song so yeah i think that like they knew she was releasing hers and he was like, I'm going to release mine. There will be drama about it, whatever. Um, I think that part was like manufactured. I do not think that Sabrina had a marketing or PR firm do that because no one would want that response. I'm like, no. if they marketed her as the villain, 
and the evil girl, they did a great job. <laughs> right, because everyone is so no, I'm I'm that is exactly how I feel. Where I think obviously there's something going on a little bit with the publicity because it's a little ironic that like mm-hmm. season two of High School Musical, the musical the series, is probably mm-hmm. gonna come out in the next couple of months. Yeah. Nobody knew who these people were beforehand no besides me Us. and you. <laughs> Typical. And I think yeah, I think there's obviously like a little bit of I'm sure that she's probably shown this to Joshua. Mm-hmm. Maybe, you know, maybe they're not not talking to each other. Yeah. Like maybe they've kind of gone through the phase of being like yeah. needing space, not wanting to see each other. Okay, have just to make ourselves even more niche in this area. Okay. The I'm ready. That are like people in the cast of High School Musical, the musical, the series, only post Olivia's song or would only comment on her stuff. I'm like, no one can tell me T didn't go down because no one comments on Josh's stuff. No one. Sarah, thank you for bringing this up because I... I am right down in that trenches with you. I have seen the TikToks where it's the receipts of all yes. the other cast members because they're all friends. Like that's the part about High School Musical, the musical, the series that I really appreciated is that they're all kids and they're all nice kids and they're mm-hmm. all friends. All of these other kids, there's probably like 10 of them. They all stan Olivia Rodrigo. Everyone is friends mm-hmm. with her. They yeah. love her. They all posted about driver's license they continue Mm -hmm. to post about driver's license yeah i hear crickets when it comes to joshua bassett no one is supporting lie 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 no one's making tiktoks dancing to it so i do think something went down um i do also think that they're in a phase where they're like we're talking as like friends again you know because they're in the show like i think also that she her song is a reflection that she is mature. She's like, this is how I'm coping by not dragging anyone else by talking about my personal experience. Yeah. And so I think she's like, the professional thing to do is still remain friends and be friendly and whatever. And I can address that these things happened and it changed our friendship, but whatever. And I stand her for that. And I do not know how Joshua Bassett is completely oblivious to what's happening. I I have no words. I'm because when he posted oh the Instagram where he was like, "Great song." Yes. What? He posted that about Olivia's song, and then somebody on TikTok, um, Olivia used to have another boyfriend, and they were like, yes. "Oh my gosh!" So maybe this is about her ex boyfriend, blah blah blah. And he commented on the TikTok and was like, "No, I treated her well," and I was like. <gasps> No, I saw that. And that's, it's like, yeah, I think there's obviously a little bit of publicity, like we said, but it's Mm -hmm. definitely, there was some realness to it. Because that boy was not in on the publicity stuff. And then also Sabrina Carpenter's ex-boyfriend before she started dating Josh, he also posted on his story saying that it was a good song or like a bop or something. Oh, there's so much tea. Yeah. I just wish we could know, but we truly will never know what's happening. Know. But just stand Queen Olivia for clear skin and stream driver's license. If you emotionally connected with the song driver's license, you should listen to, um, his name is Tristan. He's a vocal coach on YouTube. He reacts to the songs, but okay. he also like breaks down why it's such a good song and why it works. And I think a lot of people that I've seen 
wake because i mean the song has blown up everywhere they're like why is this getting so much hype yeah. blah, blah 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 like he breaks down why musically it's a really good song so that's something interesting if you know oh, that's cool something to digest <laughs> yeah it's it's so interesting because i mean like you and i re- i already knew who she was like i was mm-hmm. like anticipating this song coming out i think me and you texted the day it was coming out like oh my mm-hmm. gosh it's coming out today or it just mm-hmm. came out and i do these polls on my um Finsta that I literally love and I'm going to implement them somehow in this podcast because the serotonin that it brings me but I posted saying like did you know who Olivia Rodrigo was before driver's license and I think it was like 75% of people and granted it was like less than 100 people that voted but nobody knew who she was beforehand which was so shocking to me because so you know what if she if this is her thing, if this is how she gets famous, and she's grieving off of her heartbreak, I mean, that's all you can ever hope for. And Yeah, good for her. Yeah, keep streaming it. <laughs> okay, other things in pop culture or just life that are um, interesting to you right now? What's your pop culture update? Um, well, today, or maybe it was yesterday, Taylor Swift came out with two more songs for the what? deluxe version of Evermore that I've been listening to. I thought they already came out. What well, are these? Ones? You know what? Maybe they did, and I just heard about them. I'm not sure, but my TikTok for you page switched to being about them, mm-hmm. and they're really, really good. And I'm honestly shocked she put them on the deluxe version because I feel like they should have been um, in the album. But one of them is about Scooter Braun. Oh, and it's interesting. Hmm. Yeah, it's it's. I think it's called Ready to Go or something time to go or something like that she talks about how like this guy has her past frozen Mm -hmm. um and he sits on this throne and about how she like knew it was time to leave and I thought it was really good and then the other one is about a breakup and it's Mm -hmm. it's interesting (laughs) what is your thought on Everlore Evermore versus Folklore I know you put this poll on your Finsta as well okay so I have like a connection to Folklore and Evermore (laughs) Because Folklore came out on my birthday, on my 22nd birthday. And Mm -hmm. then Evermore came out on the day that I found out I was going to Spain. Whoa. I know. So I feel like she's somehow with me. She's speaking. Um, She's speaking. But I think that I really like both of them. I think that I might like Evermore a little bit more. But I don't know if that's because I've just kind of gone tired of Folklore because I listened to it for so long. Interesting. Do you know which one my favorite is? I think yours is Folklore. And it's because there are more fast songs on Folklore. Of course. (laughs) Yes, of course. Do you want to talk about that? I like a wide variety of music, but I'm just never, almost never in the mood to listen to a slow song ever like it makes me so sad why would I want to make myself sad like if I'm in the mood to do that I have a playlist with Bonnie Bear galore like that's all and I will cry but I never want to be sad when I'm like doing my homework or like walking around and so I I just can't stand the slow songs and Kerrigan thinks it's just the funniest thing it's so funny because I well I think it's hilarious because (laughs) Of course, you would like folklore more solely based on that there's more fast songs. Like, that's number one. But it's also, I feel like this is the one, like, thing that we really differ on. Mm -hmm. 
because I love a sad song. Honestly, Mm -hmm. prefer it to any other type of music. I love being sad um, through music. I love sad vibes only, Mm -hmm. which maybe is a problem. Like, I feel like we're on two different extremes. It is what it is. Like, abroad. (laughs) I don't know if you've heard this song. You should look it up if you haven't. It's called Headphones by Walk the Moon. And it's, like, so aggressive. Like, whatever. And we'd always, before tests, I would put headphones in. I'm like, I don't want to talk to anyone. I hate that. And other girls would do that too. And I'm, they're like, oh, what are you listening to? Like, I'm listening to classical music to zone in. I'm like, I'm actually listening to heavy rock music right now. Of course. Of course. But that is where you, like, it makes sense. I just feel mm-hmm. like that. It is what it is. Yeah. Is there any other thing in pop culture that you're really thinking about? Mm. Recently, I've just been thinking a lot about um, Zayn Malik being a father right ouch and they released the baby's name it's kai did you see that i didn't see that i think Gigi hadid put it in her instagram bio mom to kai or something and kai means crown or king and malik means one or the other so his name is either like crowned king or something it's so cute and cute Basically, I just really had a lot of hate in my heart towards Zane for the last, honestly, five years because I'm like, you ruined this for me, but I know that he's way happier now and you can tell and I'm just happy that he has a child because I think that's actually really good for him versus like Liam with a child is so confusing to me. I'm so confused. I don't know who's raising the child. I'm very, I don't know where the child is. He's always making TikToks. I I don't know. He apparently has a kid. Wait, his um, fiance has a TikTok and I have followed her and she's so normal. I'm like, what? I'm so confused. And also she's like 21, maybe, maybe 21. I'm like, I am so confused. I need, I just need all of One Direction's personal details to be released to me because it really does plague my brain. I guess the only other like pop culture thing I've been thinking about, you actually sent it to me in a voice memo mm-hmm. about how so Sarah and I are major YouTube connoisseurs. Mm-hmm. Another thing that we forgot to talk about in our friendship, yes. what mm-hmm. connected us, but like in high school, my friends did not watch YouTube the way mm-hmm. I watched YouTube. I had one friend who actually watched YouTube like I did. Other people would be like, oh yeah, I Googled how to do this and I found a video on YouTube. I'm like, ew. <laughs> yeah, no, like the, my YouTube was like my entertainment, my home exactly exactly so we've been following different influencers and sarah and i's like subscribe what we subscribe to is very similar mm-hmm. almost identical almost the same. <laughs> and i mean we've been subscribed to these people I-, I wouldn't be surprised if it's been like 10 years actually since like 2009 so yeah. over 10 years <laughs> long long time okay and some of these people are like i feel like the most of them are like five years older than us yeah. at the most okay ranging to like people that are our age and then we've like subscribed to some people throughout Mm -hmm. the last like five years who maybe are like a year or two younger than us yeah and something I don't know what went down during this quarantine but in the last like two weeks I mean so many of these youtubers now they're considered influencers but we always called them youtubers exactly are pregnant all of them I I'm so happy about Kristen John's announcement. I cried. I know. I'm so happy. But I'm also like, how are they all pregnant at the same exact I know. time? 
I, it's shocking. It was like one day I opened up my feed mm-hmm. to watch my YouTube as I do. Yeah. All like we're having a baby. We're having a baby. Yep. Okay. What I love about YouTubers who get pregnant is when they record showing their family members and their friends because I know who their friends are because I've been watching them for 11 years. <laughs> like I was so excited for Tess Christine's video Christine. telling her friends, like her mm-hmm. best friends. I was like, oh yeah, I know who they are. Because I'm Carrie. here to watch Tess Christine solely for her friends. Me too. Carrie, Julia, and Kara. I'm like, I needed those reactions in I my life. I needed to know what happened. Those so, ones- the oh, other girl, Chelsea. Oh, because yes. you brought this up when in our voice memo, and I think I forgot to respond to that. This girl is our, our age. age. I don't know what her last name is. Oh, her last name was Crockett. Yeah. <laughs> of course, I knew that. Yeah, and she is our age, and I think I followed her because she was like, she was like a makeup girl, but then she was also like a Christian, yeah. and she was also like normal vibes and then she went to cal baptist which was like kind of like i don't know similar to pepperdine vibe Mm -hmm. and she's exactly our age i think maybe a year older Mm -hmm. max Max. and she got married two years ago after knowing her guy for a very short amount of time Mm -hmm. they got married and now they're having a baby and that one really got me because it's like these people, these YouTubers I've watched, they always seem so much older than me. And so it was weird to like when Tess Christine got pregnant, I was like, makes sense. She's yeah. in a different stage of life than For me. Sure. Older. She's vibe. like 28 or something. I'm like, queen. Yeah, go queen. off. Like, awesome for you. When this Chelsea girl got pregnant, that really rocked my brain because I'm like, you're my age. And she's having a baby. And she's pregnant. Well, wait, what? <laughs> yeah, she's pregnant. She's married. She's pregnant. <laughs> that yeah. was really shocking. Yeah, I think that's even like people on Instagram who are our age that are like our friends that I see like getting married, having yeah. babies. I'm like, oh my God, we're so little. We're yeah, tiny. I feel like I just started accepting the fact that people my age were getting married because mm-hmm. of like where we went to school. Like I kind of had to get with it yeah. because senior year was like hello everyone yeah marriage time and so I feel like I've accepted that you could get married at the age of 22 23 Mm -hmm. vibe now I'm having to wrap my head around people getting pregnant and that was just a stage I wasn't ready to I agree except wait I also feel like when it's someone that I don't know like if it was like okay we have a couple friends who've gotten engaged yeah and because I know them I'm like oh my gosh that's awesome like so happy for them when it's other like peripheral people in my life getting engaged I'm like oh my god this is crazy I know I just my brain can't process all these things at once and it's overwhelming sometimes to look at my feed I know I just felt like and I really wonder if like coronavirus quarantine Mm -hmm played a role and people were just like started getting really serious because you're yeah. like only spending time with like your significant other or like whatever but mm-hmm. I mean I just really felt like it was so many people getting engaged married having a baby I mean what have you getting a dog at Sarah like all these things yeah. so you know go off go off okay 
my dog has seen the people that are outside playing in the snow. So it's probably time for me to say sayonara. Yeah, I was just thinking it would be the perfect time to wrap this up. Well, fantastic. Fantastic.